meet the motherboard. Five warrior moms, 12 kids, and that includes two sets of twins. And a whole lot of opinions. Welcome to the motherboard. This is Juliana Neilbauer. I'm here with a very special guest today, and it is Rob Welch. I'm not going to tell you about him. I'm going to ask him to tell you who he is because I would go on for five minutes telling you all the great things about him. Rob Welch, welcome. Tell us about yourself. Who are you? I might go on for 30 minutes. Uh, So I am a partner at Drew Eklund Farnham, and I've been here uh, this April will be my 30th anniversary here. And uh, I guess you could say I founded our corporate law practice here and uh, have been growing it over the years and and really started picking up in the last few years and and we're rocking along and doing great. So that's that's my background, legal background, and my focus now is definitely on the corporate legal side. Rob, you can not kind of say, you can say that you founded our corporate transactions practice at this firm and you've also hired all of the other team members and attorneys who are in that practice. So it really is something that you created and had the vision for. And I am personally grateful for that because how do we know each other? Well, Juliana, I ran into you when Tim Veith, uh, one of my first hires, and I were at a technology networking event. And Tim and I were the oldest guys in the room. And uh, it was a very interesting event. And we ran into you because you knew the president of the organization who had invited us, there, invited us there, and we started talking and just told you a little bit about what we were doing. You told us a little bit about why you were here in Atlanta, and we really didn't think anything of it beyond that. But then we started exchanging emails and met for lunch, and then next thing you know, you were hired as uh, the second attorney in the group uh, at the end of 2017. You know, that's true. And so you are my supervisor. You're my mentor at the firm. And um, and you're the one that I get to collaborate with, which is such a, a pleasure and a privilege as we are growing this group as a team. And you've really established that team culture and a consensus based decision making for how we not only do our work, but also how we think about our team and where we're growing and how we're growing. So thank you for that. The reason why I have you on the motherboard today is not only for all those wonderful reasons, but because you did something that was remarkable and completely unprompted even before we started this podcast series. And that was, well, you sent me an email and that email was on the weekend and it wasn't my partner saying, hey, I got a project you got to work on. Stop what you're doing. Stay up late tonight. It was, in fact, the opposite. Um, It was a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday morning, and you were effectively saying to me, you know, I realize this this, as I'm working and going about my life outside of work that um, you have a full life and that you've got a lot going on with small children and an infant at home and all of the demands of our corporate transactional practice, our deals and our our client needs, and um, you extended – a hand and said, if you need additional support, if there's anything more I can do, please let me know. And it was such a surprise because this never happens. I've never had, (laughs) (laughs) Rob, I've never had a supervisor ever, especially on the weekend when you're thinking about your own life and like completely unplugged from work in many cases or trying to plow through those client projects on your own plate. You exhibited such empathy and were such a, 
well, this is a trendy word, an ally, you know, to a working mom, that I thought we needed to shine some light on you and get you on the podcast. Can you tell me what prompted you to send that email? Uh, sure. And I'll first say that I never <clears throat> thought at the time that this would uh, generate such level level of celebrity on my part to, uh, <laughs> to be a, a, a guest guest on uh, this podcast I've heard great things about. I, I know it's just the start of my, my career is going to take off from here. I'll be on CNN in no time. Uh, For sure. Well, I will, you know, like a lot of things that I do, they just kind of happen. And and the, the impetus for it was that I had, over the weekend I read a Wall Street Journal article just about how women in the workforce are going to take a huge step back because of the pandemic. And, uh, you know, I just thought that was un- I know a lot of people are. And but but this article was, was about women in particular. And I just thought that was very unfortunate. First of all, I have two daughters, one's in college and one just graduated and they're and they are or will be shortly in the workforce. And I, you know, it just kind of hit me personally in a way. And it occurred to me that you in particular, having a newborn son and then you're also, also your daughter at home, uh, it, it's an incredible challenge for you. And, and I can understand the perspective of this article that it's going to set a lot of people back because they have to make choices. You know, do I work? Do I, uh, you know, take care of my kids? And how do you balance all that? And, some people just don't have the opportunity to work remotely. Fortunately, we do. But even when you do, you're trying to do that while also, you know, taking care of a very small child and then also, uh, you know, a six-year-old. So I just thought, you know, it would be helpful to let you know that I understand or that at least I, you know, think I understand or I, I'm aware of the situation you're in and just to shoot you that email so that, you know, you would know that you were not under constant pressure from work to, you know, to do everything that was kind of a required of you on the work standpoint at the expense of everything else. In other words, I understand that you have to, that it's important to maintain that balance. And it's not completely altruistic. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's certainly important. I think it was an important email to send because I think that people should not feel under pressure. Women should not feel under pressure about trying to raise kids and also do their job. But also, you know, I, I think if employees feel better about the situation they're in and, and a little of the pressure is taken off of them, I think it's going to give them a, a new perspective, a healthier perspective, and they're going to want to get the stuff done. They're going to want to be successful in their job because they know that they're appreciated. And so I think that from that perspective, it's important to do that, to, to be as productive as possible as a, as a team. And so that's, you know, I look at it from both sides. So on point, and yet it's never happened to me before. Rob, thank you so much for for sharing that and letting me put you on the spot and sure. talking about it, because I think it is important for everyone to realize that this is not you um, taking an action that costs much other than time and um, it doesn't and it's not something that is giving preferential treatment. It's just being a good manager. Right. So I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So how do we make this occur? How do to others? How do we what do you think is really um, is this already happening? You think more widespread where there's more support because of the pandemic that supervisors in general are reaching out? Or do you think it's actually that supervisors are also under a lot of pressure and maybe doing less of this than they would if they were in person? How do we as 
employees make sure we help create the culture where this kind of action can happen? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's probably a lot of both. I think there are probably a lot of employers that, that are trying to make allowances. I mean, I'm sure there are. And to understand the position their employees are in, uh, on the flip side, yeah, I mean, because of the need to succeed at the, at the supervisory level, I know that because of the pandemic and, and because of these, these adaptive work situations, they feel like the employees are not as productive. And so they feel like they have to put more pressure on them to be productive. And so it is, can, can kind of turn in, to some extent into a vicious cycle. In terms of how to make it, I think, it, I think it's important for, for people to understand that, that we are a team and to be a, a successful team that all of the members of the team have to have to feel appreciated and not resentful, and uh, and that's the philo- I think the philosophy that's important to to convey and 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 to the extent that's not happening, I mean I think that would be it is is you know for people to realize that it is important for their employees to be happy and healthy because it's good it's good for the employee but it's also good for the supervisor and it's good for the team, and that's about it. I don't know whether people are doing it. Uh, how to make them do it more if they're not, whether it's the best way to do it. It's, it's what I feel very strongly is the best way to do it because I do think it's, it's the way to have the, have the, the strongest team. But, you know, other people do it different ways and they're very successful as well. So yeah, uh, I just, I don't think anybody should be miserable, uh, in order to, uh, to get a job done that you should try to avoid that as much as you possibly can. And so that's. That's my philosophy, how to make other people do it. If it's worth doing, hard to say. Well, there you have it, folks. Rob Welch wants to make sure that we're not miserable. And in fact, (laughs) gave me a smile in my weekend, and it worked. Something that costs really nothing. It has nothing to do with compensation or title, but just something small that makes a big difference. And it, it does work. And so maybe just by talking about it and shining a light on Rob Welch and his method of management, we can start a trend. So thank you, Rob. Read, 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 read the Wall Street Journal article. That's what I would tell people because it does put, put it into perspective about how it's affecting your employees, which also is going to affect you if you're the supervisor. So if I were to give a specific advice, that would be it. I'll, maybe I'll dig that up and send it to you. So you've given us one reading recommendation, which is this Wall Street Journal article. Rob, do you have anything else that you're reading that you can share with our our listeners. Uh, you know, I don't read per se that much because of a lack of time, but I listen to a lot of podcasts and listen to a lot of books on tape. Uh, the most recent podcast, and, and this tells you, you know, how exciting I am. So everybody sit down for this, but I'm listening to a podcast of an interview with a guy named Jeremy Grantham, which is one of the biggest Wall Street bears historically. And it's, he's discussing how he thinks that like 80% of the signs that were indicative of a bubble at the end of right before 2000 are present now and that we're on the verge of, a, of another pretty significant crash, economic crash. Very interesting. A lot of uh, like statistics about birth rates and, and demographics and that sort of thing that are going to heavily impl- impl- implicate the economy going forward. So that's one of the things I'm listening to. Well, there you have it. If you want to be listening to and consuming what law firm partners our bosses are thinking about and listening to. You've heard it straight from Rob Welch, who is an equity partner at Drew Eckel and Varnum. And he's, again, he's going to give it to you straight, but he's also going to say, but don't be miserable about it. Uh, Jeremy Grantham is, <laughs> it's just information that can help all of us in our practices and our careers be smarter and see the future. 
Uh, and so for that, Rob, thank you again for joining us. And I will be talking to you every day as my. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for thanks for everything. You know, we're a heck of a team. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the motherboard. Thank you for listening to the motherboard. Bye, returning mothers. Never bored.